Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's make the best of it. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 11 of Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. This week's episode is called Easy, Easy Stretch for reasons that you will find out when I speak to my lovely guest, Liana Allison, and I hope she will forgive me for mispronouncing her name. She pronounces it Liana, and I keep saying Liana, because I know lots of Lianes. Sorry about that. Anyway, I had a lovely chat with Liana this morning, and you can hear it in a couple of minutes' time. How was everybody's week? Mine went so, so quickly, and I can't decide whether it's an age thing. They say all the days roll into one, don't they? And they are doing. Or is it because I'm enjoying myself? I think it's a combination of the two, to be honest. Anyway, what I've also had pointed out to me, speaking of enjoying yourself, is that people don't whistle in the street anymore. Have you noticed that? And why is it? I've come up with a theory of three options, either because everybody's miserable these days or because people would think you were odd if you whistled in the street. Or maybe it's just non-PC and frowned upon these days. I don't know. If you know why we don't whistle in the street anymore, let me know. Send us a voice message through the link on this site. So before you hear from Liana in Brisbane, Australia, here's a handy hint. Here's the first of this week's life hacks. This is a crazy one and how useful it is, I don't actually know. But did you know that on your phone, mine's Android, by the way, I presume it works on iPhone as well. But on your phone, if you have Facebook open and you come across a problem, If you shake your phone, you can actually report a problem directly to Facebook. Crackers. And like I say, I don't know how useful it is, but it's just interesting to know, I think. So today my guest is a lady I met recently in Las Vegas. Um, I won't pretend that I haven't haven't mentioned that I've been to Las Vegas before because it's been the subject of about three podcasts so far. (laughs) Um, This lovely lady, Liana Allison, was living, living, staying in the same hotel as myself. So we got to know each other pretty well. And she is from Brisbane, Australia. So welcome, Liana. Thank you, uh, Marsha. It's absolute pleasure to be with you on your podcast. And it was so much fun in Las Vegas together. It was great. It was. We were the A-team. We were. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liana has a company called Institute of Empathic Leadership. The reason for inviting you uh, onto the podcast is that what you do now is aligns very well with what we're talking about every week um the fact that we're all reaching the age of 50 plus 
and thinking that you know have we just settled for what life gave us rather than trying to achieve our full potential a lot of us think well yeah but is it worth changing because you know i've tried this solution i've tried that solution nothing works i'm stuck with it this is how i am and this is something that's very common in the uk is it the same in australia with our it's generation a- yeah, it can be. Uh, I think Australians, particularly Australian women of um, the age group between sort of 45 to 55, are actually stepping up and stepping forward a lot more in Australia now, mm-hmm. which is really encouraging. Um, and I work with a lot of women in that age group to show them actually how to do it more easily because I know people... You know, I'm, I'm of that age group and you know, I've done many, many things and tried many, many ways of um, improving my life myself and the circumstances that I'm in. And I know how disheartening it can get when you've tried so many things and you just don't feel like you've got the results that you really want. Mm. Or, and, and then yeah, you just go, well, you know, I might as well just stay as I am. Obviously, that's the way I'm meant to be. But it's not the case. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are. Change is always possible. You just have to know the right tools to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so exciting about um, what I see in regards to my clients and the changes that they make. It doesn't matter what the age they are. I've, I've coached people into their 70s and um, they have made massive changes in how they look at life and and the results they get from that so it's certainly possible i would encourage everybody to just you know go for it life's too short exactly and i think that's the key that you just said then is you have to change the way you look at life think change what you believe because i think we've just been conditioned to think yes well you know that's how you are dreams are not possible that's all airy fairy life's real you know you've got to go with the flow but you don't you really don't and and i think if you do change the way you look at life and the the things you believe about yourself then you can't change anything at all absolutely and that's 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 absolutely the key if you change what you believe and what you've been conditioned then the whole world opens up to you. All the possibilities that you've thought uh, were never possibilities become possibilities. And mm. that doesn't mean we're all going to become millionaires or anything like that. But it's the possibility of the first steps of change. Some people think that they're going to have to go from sort of A to Z and know how to do all those steps to, to achieve Z. But in actual fact, all they've got to do is A to B and then figure out what C is. Exactly, yeah. It's just yeah. too overwhelming to think sort of, um, well, like, as you know, my story, my big change that made me realise anything possible is to do with alcohol. Now, if someone had yes. said to me, as they did, you need to give up, forget it, I can't do that. Yes. But when I looked into it and I was coached in the right way and just took a little step at a time, and made and believed it was possible then it was possible absolutely yeah. and, and that's that's what stops so many people is trying to get to that big picture mm. at, at the first step and and nobody can do that it's no, just no, not it's possible too much. so one of my theories is to um 
there's three steps that you need to start with. So you do easy, easy stretch. So you do easy step, easy step, and then you do a stretch. Mm. And you do that sequence three times and then you celebrate where you've got to. Right. Because what that does is it builds momentum. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're all looking for. We get a little bit more encouraged and confident if we've got a little bit of momentum. Yeah. But if we're trying to do stretch, 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 it's, it's really disheartening. Yeah. So yeah. easy, easy stretch, easy, easy stretch, easy, easy stretch. Celebration. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. This isn't what you've done forever, though, is it? You, you were in the corporate world, weren't you? Um, I owned um, tourism businesses. So um, I actually owned and managed and um, developed um, a couple of different tourism businesses in, in Australia. So that was very, very much hands-on business, uh, business development, um, a lot of stress and um, at it all the time. I was really dedicated and had two small children at that time, obviously married, and all the usual things that were going on. Um, but I put everything that I had into those businesses um, with some pretty dramatic consequences the businesses were great they were successful but myself I started to fall to pieces I started to get sick and um, that was my wake-up call to actually figure out what was right for me mm-hmm. and how to do life how to do business and how to change my mindset and my um, conditioning around my emotions mm. to actually allow myself to just free flow a little bit more easily while still being successful mm-hmm. yeah and when you were running the businesses did you feel that that was what you were meant to do or did you did you sort of feel a bit like a um a bit out of sync with you with what you should be doing well at, at a certain level it felt like it was what I was meant to be doing because at that time I was fully dedicated to being a good provider for the family Mm. So that, that need was being fulfilled. But over time, I started to realise that as much as everything looked okay on the outside, marriage, kids, business, all that great house, all that sort of thing, I knew there was a part of me that was really sad, really unhappy, yeah. and that I ignored it for long enough to actually, my body then started to give me that wake-up call of actually getting sick. Because yeah. that's what the body yeah. does. If we store things and hold things for too long, we will yeah. get sick. Mm. Um, and that luckily wasn't so sick that you know it was too debilitating, but it was enough for me and consistent enough for me to actually go, yep, I'm going to have to start looking at this differently. And I went looking for somebody to help me and to coach me through mm-hmm. to understand who I was, what was actually most important to me, and how to live that in that way. Mm. So there was yeah. definitely a point where, you know, it's in the 30s where you've got so much energy and you just, you know, you can just keep on going. Mm. I hit my 40s and went, nah, actually something's not quite right here. Mm-hmm. And now in my 50s, it's like I do what I want and that's yeah. the way the world works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean- I think we might be the same person because my, yes. my background was very similar with the corporate thing. I had a job that I absolutely loved and I thought that was what I wanted to do. And But yeah. it, it has to be a big thing that stops it all from moving on and then you start to evaluate, don't you? But you try to hold it together with 
children, family, marriage, yeah. everything. Yes. Everything's down to you kind of thing, isn't it? Well, that's what we believe. You know, mm. that's what we've been brought up to believe, yeah. to be yeah. that, you know, sustain the household and be the, you know, the one that, that's strong and able to do what needs to be done and, and hold so many different hats and we can do mm. the whole because you know women can multitask and men can't yeah. apparently but um <laughs> in actual reality that's just a belief yeah. and um, unfortunately that belief holds a lot of women trapped in like it's just overwhelm and which turns obviously into anxiety and depression and all sorts of different things yeah. Yeah. which uh is showing up obviously in in the in the medical statistics and things like that so that's why it's so important for women to really look for the help that they need to make the changes yeah. Yeah. because it's always possible. I think that's another thing with our generation, though. We're not the generation that's been brought up on coaching being an acceptable form of therapy or a solution to anything. It's really quite new to us, and I think that's why a lot of people do have problems that are solvable but they don't think they are because then it's not natural to think i need a coach to get me out of this we Absolutely. just don't think like that do we no. and we don't even really know what a coach does no. so you know one of the things I, I i tell people is that you think of a coach as somebody like in sport you expect people to have a coach mm. so why not in life when you want to make changes when you want to actually um, do something that you don't know how to do, you need somebody who's actually been there and done it. Mm. Give you a few hints and tips and to actually help you understand the, the rules required to really live life in a way that's authentic to themselves. Mm. So coaching hasn't always been fully accepted or understood but I think it's changing. I, I really um, think that there's a lot more people in our age group that are far more open to coaching, from my experience at least. Mm. Yeah. And certainly what you're doing and talking about it is, is helping in regards to opening up that avenue for people and making it normal. It's, it's yeah. actually really normal to have a coach. Um, yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to have a coach forever. It can be that you just need a coach to just get started yeah. and to learn a few tips yeah. and things. Yeah, I think I think in the UK, people who who are now sort of of this age and have maybe been running their own business and been consumed by that, or at home raising the family and being consumed by that, have, they've not perhaps realised that you can get a coach that is very specific. All you have to do is is search on the internet because. My immediate response a few years ago would have been sort of, yeah, but I'm not going to take advice off someone who's never been there. I, yeah. She's not been in the same situation that I've been in. How could you possibly know what's best for me? But now there are coaches for every single niche in life and you can find someone who's been there and done it and can help you to get out of the, whatever rut or problem you have. Yes. And really with a coach, the con con concept is that a coach will tell you what to do and then you do it. Mm. But in actual fact, I, I don't ever tell anybody what to do. I give them the clarity of understanding themselves well enough mm. so that they can make their own decisions about what they want to do. 
and how they want to do it. Now, I might give them some feedback on different uh, questions they may have, but it's never to direct them because people are, the only way people can actually learn and grow is to actually make their own decisions, their own choices and, and their own actions. They just need the support behind them to make sure that they don't fall. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to fail or whatever it is. Well, that's what a coach is there for, to help them to actually prop them up long enough for them to gain the confidence to really take those steps in, in life that they really want to take mm -hmm. and see what's possible. I mean, who knows what's yeah. possible until you actually delve into it a little bit. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because another... Sounds like I'm very critical of ladies my age, but that's because I'm taking it from my own experience. But what I found the, most, the hardest thing ever, and my husband was the same, so it's not just ladies, it's, it's this era. We were never taught to write things down. What, what are your goals? You know, it's like, oh, I'd like to live in a big house. What does it look like? Where is it? What, you know, what do you do in the evening? How do you fill your day? Who comes to visit? You don't get that far. It's just, yeah, that's what I've always dreamed of. Yeah. And it doesn't go any further. But now... No, and you, it's a dream. Yeah, it's just a dream and I have no yeah. way of achieving it. Whereas if it's a goal, how might I get that? How might I go from here to here? And yes. again, chunk it down into little steps. Then Absolutely. everything becomes much clearer and you see what's possible. Whereas it's all just a dream. And now people really do really are taught to think anything's possible what you want because what i want isn't what you want so how is it possible how are you going to get there and yes. it just seems so obvious but it was never taught at school it was just when when i was at school just so yeah get real you know life's yeah. not like that yeah, exactly. It was very, very small and everyone was expected to stay in this nice little comfy mm -hmm. box that um, we, we've known from, from childhood and, you know, that don't stretch too far. And the expectation was, well, if you expect too much, you're going to be disappointed, so don't expect anything exactly. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like so depressing. You think, no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and nowadays, especially with the internet and everything, a whole view of the world has opened up so much exactly. that we can dream bigger and mm -hmm. not only just dream, but then actually figure out how to make that dream, how to do those steps, easy, easy stretch to get to where we want to go. And I would encourage anybody to, like you said, write down the goal, write down all the details about what it looks like, what it feels like because people forget that it's the feeling part of us mm. that is actually the directive. If we don't feel something, we're not going to go for it as strongly as if we can feel mm. what it will be like to actually be in that situation. To yeah. imagine yeah. standing like on a tropical island with the sun coming down and the breeze and, and hearing the, the parrots in the background and that sort of stuff. Mm. It's just that you need those sensory um, parts of ourselves to really interact in in our our goals and what we want in yeah. life so that we've got not just our head working but our heart as well yeah and yeah. I've had people say well I don't want to live the big life which is great but you can apply this thinking of knowing yourself and 
believing in yourself to I mean the thing that might be bugging your life at the moment might be I haven't spoken to my daughter in 20 years and it it it, it really screws me up inside yes so that's your that's your thing let's work on a plan to get that right. and then you'll be living your happy life you know it yeah. doesn't have to be I want to live in in a huge house no we don't all have to rule the world and all that sort of thing we yeah. can have normal lives but they have to be fulfilling they have to yeah. our needs have to be filled to actually really be at peace mm. and so it can be as simple as you know being able to to earn a little bit extra money so that we can um paint the house mm. it doesn't have to be huge things it doesn't have to be uh, i'm yeah, going to yeah. you know have a business that where i earn millions of dollars mm. that isn't for everybody yeah so that's it, right. it, but the same principles apply whether it's something that is a little bit more in house or whether it's this big picture thing the same principle apply as to how we we get it Mm -hmm. It's that get clear on what we want, understand where the, the want or need is coming from inside of ourselves and look at the, all the mind subconscious blockages that are actually holding us back, all those old beliefs. Work with those to uh, release them so that it's an easy, easy stretch because otherwise it's just stretch, stretch, stretch and that just yeah. wears you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the clue. Get clear on what you want. Yeah, that's the starting absolutely. point. Yeah, for and sure. Diana, I've got a question that I want to ask you that I ask all my guests, apart from last week when I forgot completely. <laughs> if the teenage you could see you, the teenage Liana is in front of you, what do you think she would be proud of in you? And what do you think she would wish you'd done differently in life? I think she'd be proud of the fact that I don't let fear stop me. Mm -hmm. um, if, I, if I'm scared of something, I don't avoid it. I go head first at it and um, face whatever that fear is because I know on the other side of the fear is where all the gold sits. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that, that rainbow where you've got to actually get to the other side. Well, mm -hmm. rainbow can actually be coloured with fear. So I think she'd be proud of the fact that I do that all the time right and um it's really stretched me into you know a different life constantly mm -hmm. and i think probably she would say um something that i would do have done differently i would say probably she would have liked me to actually be more open and vulnerable sooner mm-hmm so not to wait until I was kind of forced into it, but to actually be more honest with myself and vulnerable and authentic earlier in my life. Mm -hmm. So, so that because that would have meant I would have had far deeper connections with the people that mattered to me far sooner. I mean, mm -hmm. I have it now, but you know, it would have been nice 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say that would be the thing that she probably would have said to that would have been great to change earlier yeah. on yeah. yeah and i think that's what the same for a lot of people it's the protective masks that we put on that mm. actually hold us separate from people exactly and, yeah. and that that uh once we uh, are brave enough to to drop those masks and see the rewards from that 
we then realize how how much life could have been different if we'd done that earlier but in saying that i don't regret life at all everything has been happening in a way that is um the way it's meant to be good bad ugly all of it Mm. um and um yeah it's it's about how you just continue moving forward really yeah Yeah. you're frightening me now because i think we are the same person (laughs) (laughs) well we did meet for a reason (laughs) (laughs) and just before we finish your your coaching do you can you offer something to uk listeners i mean is there do you do sort of zoom training or online training yes i do i i actually have quite a few um, clients in the uk at the moment and Uh and i do coaching like this over zoom um so we get to chat and see each other each week so it doesn't matter where people are i can coach them anywhere in the world makes no difference at all so and even in australia i coach people over zoom because you know they're all over such a vast country isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and on um, website and all your facebook link or where we can make the first contact with you sure so my website is www.lianaallison so that's l-i-a-n-a-a-l-l-i-s-o-n.com.au because it's australia mm-hmm. and you can find me on facebook at the institute of empathic leadership liana allison that's my um, business page but if you want to join my community, you can actually go through to um, Growing Within Relationships, which is my group. And that's where I do a lot more of the interaction and lives and, and hints and tips and Ooh, things like that. So that's Growing good. Within Relationships because I talk about not just relationships with other people, but obviously our relationships with ourselves yeah but all of those things you'll find me anywhere on social media media and you can message me email me any of those things is fine brilliant that sounds great i will put the links in the show notes as well so that um they're clickable and it just remains for me to say thank you so much it's eight o'clock here it's five o'clock in the evening where you are so have a lovely evening and I hope that we can catch up again soon. That would be absolutely amazing. I've had such a wonderful time chatting with you. And, um, yeah, I hope the, your listeners get a lot out of um, what we've been talking about because I'm sure a little bit of encouragement goes a long way. So thank you so much for having me on. And, um, yeah. And hopefully I'll meet you again somewhere in the world. We, you never know. We are world travellers, so it would be fantastic to do that. International. I might come speakers. to London one day. I'll come to. I'll come yes. to the UK one day. We'll yeah. meet up. <laughs> we'll do that. Thanks very much, Leanna, and I'll see you soon. Thank you. Here's another life hack. Now I've been married thirty-seven years, I think. And I always give tangled gold and silver chains, you know, jewellery, to Gary to sort out for me. Presuming, I don't know what I thought, maybe he had better eyesight or he had more patience. (laughs) Unlikely. But there you go. I always used to give them to him. Now, do you know what I found out the other day? All you need to do to untangle a knotted chain 
is just rub the knot gently between your fingers and your thumb and the tangle will sort itself out. <laughs> Busted, Gary. That's it for this week. Thanks very much for your time. It's so appreciated. And if you would be so kind as to tell your friends about the podcast and share the link, that would be fantastic. And also, if you have an area of expertise that you think will fit our profile, please do drop me a line and we'd love you to come on here as my guest and we can chat away. Have a great week. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available across several platforms, so please keep listening. There are relevant links below in the show notes, along with links to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at gurgleit.com. That's M-A-R-C-H-I-A at G-U-R-G-L-E-I-T dot com. Or just leave a voice message on here with details of your topic. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Oh, P.S. Can you do a P.S. on here? Well, I've done it anyway. Don't forget to send in any hints and tips, life hacks that you want to share with us. Just record your voice message at www.anchor.fm forward slash ddl50 forward slash messages i still can't say it see you soon